everyone, my name is Kimberly Wright White. I'd like to welcome you to the Sixth Man Hoops Tournament post-game interviews. It is being conducted here at Wigwig High School in Newark, New Jersey. Today, I'll be talking with our student athletes, their parents, coaches, and community members relative to how we can support these wonderful athletes beyond what they display on the court. We all know that life beyond high school sports really involves how we're preparing them academically, what are we doing for them socially and emotionally? How are we ensuring that their voices are heard and the voices of the parents are heard? As well as, how are we really looking at what they know and need to know in order for them to make that transition to post-secondary in the most positive way? All of these questions and all of these areas will be explored in today's Six Man Hoops post-game interview. We are here with Mark Scott, who is running the Six Man Hoops Newark versus Everybody tournament today, and we have a couple of questions for him, just relative to students and uh, students as student athletes, and overall where he sees youth sports in Newark and beyond. So, welcome. Thank you. Uh, my first question really is, you know, how did this entire Six Man Hoops, how did that come about and how was, uh, how was it just kind of formulating the ideas and actually making the ideas happen? <clears throat> well, the concept was, I've been in basketball now for about 30 years, um, coaching and, uh, you know, playing as well, college. So the idea was to, for Six Man Hoops, was to give some exposure to these kids that are under, you know, get the, they don't have the same level of exposure and um, to create a venue and, uh, you know, a platform for them to have the same opportunity some of the other kids have. Okay. And where do you see, one of the questions I've been asking a lot of our student athletes, their parents, and also the coaches, really centers around where you see funding mm. in the future mm. being invested. What are the best investments in our student athletes and how do you see those investments helping the student athletes to make that transition to post-secondary and beyond? That's a good question. Um, you know, as far as student athletes go, really it comes down to really that education um, for them to be able to make sure that they have the grades because a lot of these colleges that I talk to these days, um, if the kids can get into school, especially uh, kids of African-American, you know, they can, they can get them in there and they want them. But uh, the, having that GPA and having the grades and being able to, uh, you know, really work on preparing for those test scores because they may say they're not important, but to a certain degree they are. Mm -hmm. um, the more academic ready that the students are, the better and prepared and opportunities they have for more colleges. Mm -hmm. um, and in a lot of schools now, that's one of the main things they look for. Mm -hmm. You know, and in speaking about that, one of the primary questions as well that I've been asking and just kind of curious about really deals with the NJSIAA and NCAA and whether or not we feel that parents and student athletes are well informed. Mm. And if not, why not? And how can we go back and kind of, you know, kind of right some of the wrongs? Yeah, so. Um that's a good, that's another good question. One of the things that 
parents, I think, a lot of times leave too much for other people to either interpret and or to kind of guide them, and they need to take more invested interest in their in their kids and in terms of really understanding a lot of the ins and outs of trying to gain some of these scholarships. Um, I talk to college coaches all the time. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of college coaches that I've interviewed today. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them are here because we've asked them to come mm -hmm. because we're trying to get the exposure to these kids. But a lot of the parents don't really understand the importance of connecting with the schools directly and having their kids. Coaches actually love when, coach, when kids actually reach out to them and um, invite them to come to these type of events. Um, we had uh, you know, five Division I schools represented that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and a bunch of Division II schools. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that it's all about those relationships that we built. And when you come out and they see that there's a venue of kids that, you know, that are, one, academically ready and have these grades, and also you know, can play, mm -hmm. you know, I can get them to pretty much, you know, at that point I can get them to do anything. Mm -hmm. you know, so. But the, the parents have to take more of a vested interest and really just kind of, and, I, and a lot of it they don't really, I guess don't know, but contact these coaches, contact the schools, mm -hmm. um, visit the schools. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just get settled on, you know, one venue. Mm -hmm. Visit those schools and see if it's a fit for you. Mm -hmm. Well, it, you know, I guess along the same lines, because I look at it like a 360, right? Mm -hmm. So you have the coaches, you have the student athletes, and of course the parents. Right. And you know, as you said or shared, sometimes parents aren't always, I guess, as aggressive or as involved Correct. in the process as perhaps they could be or should be. I mean, I would leave that up. Uh, that's up for debate. But in addition to that, I'm wondering what about or what role do you see coaches playing in also helping to bridge that gap and do you you know what what do you think the most important or prevalent um, skills should be of a coach who is coaching you know uh, high school students and transitioning them to post-secondary what what should those coaches kind of bring to the table and how so, can we um, help them yeah so <laughs> So I'm, I'm, a, I'm on the AAU circuit, mm -hmm. and um, my sole purpose is to get these kids to school. Mm -hmm. So I really connect with these high school coaches. Mm -hmm. um, I, a lot of times, you know, you know, they don't really, I don't know, understand all of the ins and outs of really connecting with a lot of the colleges. Um, so we connect with, a, you know, we have a, a ton of colleges in our Rolodex that we work with. and. I, the first thing I do is to put them in contact with the coaches and introduce them to the coach. Mm -hmm. The other thing too is that when I'm engaged with a, a coach and trying to get a player you know, in, in a school, I deal with directly with the parents as well because now I'm putting the onus on them. Mm -hmm. um, the parents need to really, because the kids get to the, you know, they're just happy that someone's paying attention to them, but it really is the parent that needs to kind of be involved with the process and make sure that you know, they're pursuing this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. opportunity, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And coaches are very transparent about, you know, okay, we like you, we, or we kind of, you know, we kind of like you, mm -hmm. or uh, what's your grades, mm -hmm. you know, and we want to get you up for a visit, and yeah. yes, we really like you a lot, and we want to offer you. Yeah. Um, but as far as the, the, for me, it's always getting the parent involved, because in my mind, 
even a kid it can be 17, 18, 19, mm-hmm. they're still mm-hmm. a kid for me. Right, I know? understand. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. You mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, one of the the final um, questions I know you wanna you want to you know get back to uh, what's happening in the gym, but you know what do you think the schools, you know, the, the high schools could possibly do, or what programs do you think we could put in place mm-hmm. for our student athletes so that there's not that, you know, that barrier academically, and, and they do know what the NCAA, you know, requires, and they're kind of ticking all those boxes. Well, you know? they, could, um, they could actually create a, um, bring these colleges into these high schools. Um, so last fall, I had 20 colleges come down to Weekway High School for a showcase, and the colleges will come down and they'll talk to you about what their specific, and they're in competition. Mm-hmm. You know, so the colleges are in competition with one another. They would actually come to these schools and, and create more of those type of, um, um, you know, uh, forums where the colleges come down, speak to the kids, speak to student athletes, because they're, believe me, they're very interested mm-hmm. and they're competing with them as well. Mm-hmm. So I think what are some of the things that high school guys could do, or high schools in general, mm-hmm. is actually bring a college for a day and invite colleges to come down. Okay, that's, uh, that's interesting. It's, uh, it seems very doable. It's, it's not that difficult. Right. Um, if you really want to, you know, do it. <laughs> and um, one of my final questions. Um, what do you feel the overall What do you feel the overall platforms could be, or you know, how can we infuse better platforms to marry what the student athlete and the parent, you know, might, might be um, lacking or needing more support with understanding relative to you know NJSIAA, NCAA what you know what's happening in their child's high school and with their student you know with them as student athletes how do you think we could kind of create this beautiful symphony between or among coaches you know parents and student athletes and the schools that they're attending so you have to me you have all of the ingredients in the school so i think there needs to be more of a collaboration between the guidance counselors the ad's i mean it's it's about having them all come together and creating a platform for this, you know, for mm-hmm. this to happen. Mm-hmm. But guidance counselors, that's, in my opinion, that's mm-hmm. what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And and ADs, you know, like it's not anyone's job, but it's got to be everybody's job. You know, so for them, if they really wanted to create that forum and a platform, it's not that difficult. The schools are coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're coming, <laughs> as you can see today. And, and, and you know, when you speak of that, I often think about uh, when it's going to seem like it's a one-off, but I'll bring it back. When COVID hit, mm-hmm. right, and we had to kind of shift, right, how we normally do things as far as recruitment and the observation of um, student athletes, right. So we no longer could have crowds in the gyms and the recruitment process happening with recruits with recruiters coming in, but you know. Do you think that there's been a shift in a good way or, or not so good way as far as how recruitment might take place? Because 
you know, is it all taking place in person right now, or are um, they doing more things? They're doing some Zoom stuff, mm -hmm. um, but really, I mean, the most aggressive people get what needs to get done. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. like, I could do this venue and do this event anywhere. I chose to do it here, and um, you know, connecting the colleges, the high school kids, the kids that we have here that we are invested in, our kids. Yes. You know, so if you really want to do something, you can do it. Um, there's gonna, I, I get COVID, and I, you know, there's a terrible, you know, right. dilemma that you know, took place. The world, right? right. You know, I lost a lot of very, very close friends of mine. But you know, we got to move past it. We got to, we got to have to, you know, think about what the future looks like. And I think, um, you know, again, it's all about the synergies of everybody kind of figuring out what their their responsibilities are. Mm -hmm. and what all about. Okay. Well. I can say Coach Mark Scott, thank you so much. Thank you guys. I, I um, appreciate you guys coming down too. No, we listen, it, this is uh, our pleasure and it's what we do. We are both the products of Newark. Mm -hmm. I was a student athlete. Okay. I went to a D1 school on full scholarship. I did. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, this is my passion. And so I really appreciate seeing the student athletes having these conversations and really trying to work towards solutions. Right. So I thank Sixth Man Hoops for just having the foresight to bring uh, such you know quality athletics to Newark and to our students and to expose them we to are, other We're students. just scratching the surface and we are looking forward to creating a really big platform as far as this is concerned. Well, Thank I look you. forward to it too. Okay. Thank you. Thanks again. You, you are right. more than Thank Six Man Hoops for allowing Educational Design Group, the Coaches Institute, and Virtual Visions Media the opportunity to sit here and to interview Tariq and Coach McGorry from the first game. So I'll start with Coach McGorry. What main areas would you like to receive greater supports in uh, relative to youth basketball? To youth basketball, um, I think younger kids are getting away from you know structured play. Mm -hmm. And that's the main thing I would like to see from the younger, the younger guys. And what impact do you think that has? Oh, it has a huge impact. You know, when you learn the game, playing the right way from a young age, it sticks with you through middle school and high school. Yeah. And you can get guys like this who can play in college. <laughs> it's all good. I know, that sounds perfect. So Tariq, uh, share with me, you know, what information do you think would be most beneficial in preparing you for post-secondary? Like, so, so when you get ready to go to college, what what do you think we could do or the coaches could do or perhaps schools could do well, that would better prepare you for that? Coaches like nowadays really help you like on the court and off the court, which really helps like get your schoolwork done before practice mm -hmm. and then go to practice and get rest because rest is like the most important thing. Yeah, for, for us all. Oh, for I everyone. can use yeah. a little bit more, but <laughs> yeah. I get it, I get it, I get it. And what do you think the best part of the current athletic programs uh, are you know what what brings you joy as a coach? Oh, seeing guys like this succeed. <laughs> you know, he, he's had a great career. He's a senior. It's been a pleasure. Four years of watching him work and seeing the work come out on the court. Absolutely. Congratulations, Tariq, on Thank that you. too. And what are the top three things that you think student athletes could um, 
have that would allow them to have better outcomes? If you had to as a senior, right, you've gone through all these years, four years now, almost four complete years of, you know, doing this work. And, and of course, the accolades are, you know, just kind of coming through and shining in, in what you do and produce. What do you think you would like to leave as a legacy or if you had to give advice to those coming behind you, those student athletes, what do you think that, would advi that advice would be for better preparing them uh, for this game? So make sure you uh, outwork everyone, no matter in front of people or without people. You have to put in the extra work because when you put in the extra work, it obviously shows on the court. Not just in practice and then you could show up in the game and you know, you're going to score 20 points, 30 points. Make sure you practice before that. Uh, also, like, I saw this from Steve Kerr. Um, he said, what you do off the court also impacts you on the court. So you need to act like a gentleman off the court, act like a gentleman on the court. And uh, that's really it. Those are my two main like things that I go with in life. Okay. And, and my final question to the two of you. Mm -hmm. If you could uh, have a magic wand and funding were a bit more, more readily, I guess, available, where would you see or how could you see that funding being spent to better the game for student athletes? Um, just better facilities, you know. Um, a lot of schools, you go, to, you go to a lot of schools and they don't have much. And it's hard to teach kids how to play the game of basketball when, you know, you don't have those things that can really help them out. Okay. Just different equipment, better facilities, all that. Mm -hmm. I agree on that, just facilities and like, in the like neighborhoods, the outside courts just be nicer so like yeah. kids can go out and play. Because uh, if they can't, then how are they gonna get better? That's a problem everywhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank you both for your time. Thank Three, you so congratulations. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you very much, Coach. Thank, thank you so you. much. You guys have safe travels back. Thank you. And we will see you again at the next nice. championship. Yep, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, this is Kimberly Wright White, and we are back with Coach Parnafiello from the Rutherford Boys Basketball Team. We are going to continue our interview with the Rutherford Basketball Team, and one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Coach Parnafiello, yes. is: uh, Do you feel the platform exists for student athletes and their parents to um, express what's working and not working in high school and college sports arenas? Um, for for parents, I think that's always the biggest challenge is um, relaying that information. I think us as coaches, um, we always have um, you know an ability to you know be with the, the boys and you know girls both, on both sides um, and communicate with coaches. But I think there is somewhat of a gap that we could bridge um, between coaches and parents as well. Um, so an ability to kind of bring all three parties together, I think, could benefit you know many student athletes. What are some of the things you're, you're thinking of? It doesn't have to be in depth. I know it was kind of a, you know, an impromptu question. For but sure. what, what are some of the things that you're thinking or that come to mind readily when you speak about those things that could bring parents and coaches together? Yeah, I, I think events like this are, are great exposure for, for everyone, for the program in general, mm -hmm. for the student athlete, um, and to give you know, on a kind of an off day mm -hmm. um, for some you know, even college programs to have coaches come in um, but I think, you know, something like um, some kind of forum, a parent, um, you know, I, I remember back as a, a student at Montclair State, where, where I went, um, 
we, we had some people speak. And as a, as a made phys ed major in college, we had some coaches come in and do forums. Um, I think that was one of the most beneficial thing, things that I was exposed to, um, both as a high school um, student athlete, mm -hmm. where my father was a coach. So oh, wow. kind of already had some of that knowledge, <laughs> okay, right? it's in your blood. It's okay. in the blood, yeah. I, I wasn't forced to be a coach, yeah. but I was pushed in, in okay. that direction. Yeah. So, you know, even the exposure, having forums explain academics and how important, you know, everything you do um, in the classroom is, you know, qualifying for the NCAA and, and whatnot. So. Okay, and, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because in talking about the qualifications for the NCAA for student athletes who are, you know, in high school and transitioning to post-secondary, what do you feel would be, I don't know, the top three things or the most important things that we could do or maybe improve upon to allow that transition to happen more seamlessly. I know it may not, you know, ever happen just like absolutely seamlessly, but to at least, you know, bridge that gap a bit better. Right. Um, specifically for student athletes, um, I think being able to, you know, even if it's class trips or things like that, clubs, I know like we have a varsity club at, at our school, oh, so nice. maybe visiting some teams or programs in the area, mm -hmm. um, speaking with student athletes and um, having the ability to connect with coaches and really explain the workload mm -hmm. and the schedule because it's so different where maybe you're practicing in the morning and classes are at night. So, you know, I, I, remember that. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's probably <laughs> the toughest thing, right? Your, yeah. your body clock has yeah. changed. Yeah. So I, I think for me, that's probably the, the biggest area. So mm -hmm. like clubs in the schools, okay. if we can get, you know, more student athletes involved in, in those, okay. um, maybe visiting colleges and having more exposure, okay. uh, I think is a, is a, you know, good idea. That's actually a great idea because I know that when, when I played in college, I remember that just as you spoke of, you know, that transition. Right. I was first like, oh my gosh, we have to get up at what time and right. run where right. and then go to class by when? Oh, and then I have to go back to practice yeah. at what time? The so. rules are a little more stretched <laughs> yeah, out. Right? Right. Yeah, right, exactly. It's okay yes. to wake up at five o'clock and yeah, have to okay. work out. Yeah. yeah, and even if it's not okay, you have to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I get For it. sure, for sure, you gotta keep up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So my final question uh, really relates to the pandemic and, and its impact on sports, right? Um, COVID-19, we know but the impact that it had in terms of the stay-at-home orders and then right. the social distancing, things of that nature, and the impact that it had on sports. But in addition to that, trying to you know see ourselves coming out of that and where the kids are now, it's so great to see you know everybody kind of um, getting back to some sense right. of normalcy. Um, keeping that in mind, what do you think could be beneficial or, or, or most beneficial for us to take away from that and to better prepare, I guess, moving forward, um, the, our student athletes and just our programs right. for, for the students. What do you think some things maybe that we perhaps um, didn't look at or uh, were faced with? that we didn't anticipate being faced with that now in hindsight we go you know what we could have done better right um i i, I guess several things mm -hmm. um one being you know first and foremost having a crowd and having an atmosphere um is something that was a little foreign to some of these juniors and seniors mm -hmm. so you know they may have never experienced um actual energy in a, in a, <laughs> and emotion and this yeah. is a game you know Driven by we, that, we, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone <laughs> sees every reaction, every expression you make. Um, I think in terms of, you know, 
college recruiting, mm. I think, has been a, a difficult thing to explain to some of the college athletes, excuse me, high school mm -hmm. student athletes, mm -hmm. because there's kind of a backlog in college where mm. there's extra years, mm -hmm. um, but it just puts more of a, an onus on the classroom and, mm -hmm. and the academic side, because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I have a student athlete, uh, Tariq Bissick, mm -hmm. who's definitely a awesome. recruited player, yeah. yeah, he's a tremendous kid, and, um, you know, his grades help him mm -hmm. at any level. Mm -hmm. So, in, you know, in every coach that I've had the ability to speak to in my personal experience, mm -hmm. um, it's only giving him more more options. Right. Um, and, and again, it was an unprecedented mm -hmm. event, obviously mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. in all our right. lives, but right. I think um, that ability to, you know, be, uh, you know, adaptable mm -hmm. to different situations right. will probably help them in the long run mm -hmm. because we didn't have to go to school remote and yeah. have to take classes in our bedroom right. on our computer right. waking up and, and I think you know it, it could as although it's maybe a struggle mm -hmm. um, for the last year or so right. I think with us coming out of that we, yeah. we're developing you know young student-athletes that are ready maybe for a change or a shift in yeah. how the education process is moving forward I, I think that's a great point I think that actually in some ways it may have made them stronger Right? Stronger, better, yep. like you said, more yep. adaptable. And that's really what the world is about now, right? right? Being right. adaptable. Things that we could never predict Battle. and couldn't right. really teach or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't enjoyable, right? No. But it, it was something we had to do and we had to, we have to be better for it. It's yeah. something like I tell my student athletes all the time, it's not about how you're knocked down, it's how you get back up. That's right, so, that's right, that's you know? right. And, and just, uh, you know, I have just one last thing just based on our uh, interactions just now. What do you think it has done or how do you think it has shifted if at all sportsmanship in basketball like where do you see that right now and how can we either um improve it or what do you think we're doing that's really great okay in relative to sportsmanship? so uh, again i think the the ability for expression in this game is what makes it so great mm -hmm. so um i always you know kind of I don't talk about myself often, you know, and I have players that were better than I ever was. Mm, yeah, I know. You but I wasn't a talker, so it's a it's a new age. Mm. I, I was a, a stoic mm -hmm, player. Mm -hmm. I was uh, talk to my teammates and mm -hmm. not talk to anyone else. Mm -hmm. But you know that ability to you know um, kind of again like weather the storm and, and deal with the emotions is something that makes them again stronger because there is no sport like basketball. There is no intimacy level in any sport where you know everything you do is scrutinized. So I think that again makes them stronger having experienced the closed gyms with no fans and now having, you know, raucous, loud, fun crowds because that's why we do this, you know, it's fun. Yeah, you know? you're 100% so, right, yeah. You know, we yeah. want to win, yeah. of course, Yeah. but you know, this should be an enjoyable experience. We choose to be here, so you know, let's, let's enjoy every moment. Well, I could not agree more with you. So, Coach Parker Yellow, thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. It was I my pleasure it. to talk with thank you. Thank you very much.
All right, this is Kimberly Wright White coming back to you from the sixth man hoops Newark versus everybody contest. I am sitting here today with Sutan from Newark Eastside. How are you doing today, Sutan? I'm doing good. Good, 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 good. So, my first question to you is what programming would you like to see more available to you as a student athlete that would make the game better, that, that, that might improve the game for you? Like around this area, I think we need more support from a lot of people. You know, like more facilities around the city and like a lot of people to like encourage us to keep pushing doing what we're doing, not leading us to the wrong path. And some trainers and stuff like that. Cause like mm -hmm. Some kids don't really got money to pay for stuff like that. Like, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think that would look like? Would that look like um, trainers in each school? Would you like to see like each school having a trainer, or would you like to see a trainer in every ward? What would that look like for you? I think both. Actually, both would be would be real good having okay. trainers on the school that you play for and trainers outside of school. Okay, and speaking of school, um, do you think or, or how do you think we could do a better job or are we doing a great job of transitioning student athletes to post-secondary, to college? Do you think we're doing a good enough job oh, yeah. with that? Okay, yeah. what do you a like of, about it? What do you a think lot of kids are getting into college right now. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about it. the city of North mm -hmm. Carolina. Like, I ain't gonna lie about mm -hmm. that. Like, they doing their job. Okay. Coaches doing their job getting the kids into school. Good. And no matter what level it is, mm -hmm. as long as you go into school for free and your parents don't gotta pay. Right. That's what I like about the city. Okay. So you do you think you know enough about that already? Yeah. Okay. All right. And my last question for you: Would you like to see, or what are the what do you think the best characteristics are today with coaches? What do you think? the best characteristics are and if you were to imagine you know your best coaching experience what would that look like uh, sometimes i just be pulling my head down my coaches uplift me for everything i'm doing right now mm -hmm. they telling me keep fighting take the uh bad looks off your face and just keep pushing stay focused that's what i like about my coaches okay and how do you think that's going to help you moving forward whether you like to me, I played sports too. I played, yeah. I was a center in, in college. I don't know if you could tell or not, but I'm really tall, right? <laughs> yeah. So, in that journey, I found that transitioning to college, you know, there were a lot of things I pulled from high school yeah. that helped me with that transition. Yeah, like for example, like my coach is preparing us right now to get ready for that. So, mm -hmm. when I get there, like I already be focused, I already know everything, mm -hmm. stay locked in already with all of that. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about uh, the the amount of sportsmanship? Do you think we could do a little better job with sportsmanship, or what do you, what do you think uh, sportsmanship looks like right now? Do you think it's good in the game? Yeah, or do you it's think real we good. Everybody out there fighting. Everybody cool with each other too. Like That's good. we don't be knowing some of these kids, but we all cool with each other on and off the court. Okay. But when we on the court, we ain't we not cool, but like, <laughs> it's still sportsmanship. Like yeah. we we cool. Okay. Well, you know what? Thank you. That that um that's an inspiring note to to sign off on and transition to uh, our next athlete. But I appreciate you so much. So you good too. luck with your future endeavors, and we will be talking to you and seeing you probably really soon. Uh, where are you gonna put that trophy? 
<laughs> I got a shelf in oh, the house. I'm not mad. Okay. <laughs> I got a lot. It was nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, that's Thank good. You. Now you have to make space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much.